Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Can you see it? Did you The puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! A moment's notice, at arm's length. To the line, Hughes scores! In this existence, take you to the sun. First career NHL goal, Quinn Hughes makes it 1-0. You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes beat reporter here. Like, I don't, I won't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in at Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. Hello Canucks fans and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation delivered to you by the great folks at DoorDash. Ding dong. Didn't say DoorDash yesterday. I did. My mic was muted. I didn't. That's what I'm saying. I was left uh, by myself. I forgot to say it. So say it again. Uh, Do it again. Our DoorDash is who we're presented by. Ding dong. Use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital D's, all one word, CONVODD. That will get you 25% off and free delivery on your first order with the DoorDash app. It does not get much better than that, folks. My name is Dave Quadrelli. I'm joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. Our technical producer is Aaron Nation Network, as he is in my phone. Uh, three days now. i, I got to learn Aaron's last name. I don't know why I didn't ask him yesterday. I don't know why we haven't had this conversation. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, but I know it's Italian. I know I like it starts Aaron with a B. Nation Network. It sounds uh, fun. I know, but I also know it's, it's Italian, and I know it starts with a B, so I could pronounce it well, and it's a name you can trust. Uh, once again, we are high above Rogers Arena, where we belong. 
You know, like yesterday we did it remote. We talked about it. We recorded a Patreon today. Nice oh, camera nice. switch there, Aaron. Um, we recorded a Patreon yet today before this show. So we're both fired up. We were talking about Lego. We were talking about puppies. It was a good, good Patreon. Your we're two excited. favorite things. Yes. We're excited to get it out there. Um, if you want to catch that and any of our other bonus content, all of our old bonus content is there as well. We're going to be trying to post more on the Patreon uh, stuff. It just gets so busy. Yeah, we say that every time. I know. And then it gets, I know. You know what? We're like, oh, well, we're going to try and post more, yeah. and then it adds a week onto the next yep. amount of content. But we'll work on it. Patreon.com what we slash Canucks Convo is mm-hmm. where you find the bonus content. Five and ten dollar tiers gets you all of that bonus we're not, content. Here's the deal: we need to stop saying we're going to try to post more on there, but when we actually do. We'll tell you. Then we can say we're trying. We're working on posting more on there. We will try. To we do did something. good today, I think. Yeah, I think we can do something next week as well. We can try to. Yeah. We'll try. yeah there you go. We're going to try. That's all you can do. <laughs> uh, okay. Where do you want to start today, Chris? Well, like, we could start with the game last night. Yeah. Let's start with the game last night. Let's start with the Vancouver Canucks loss in Winnipeg. <sighs> like... I don't want to ask you where you want to start with that game, but there's a lot to take away from that game. I think I'll just kind of break it down. I don't want to just try and do a play-by-play, but I'll just briefly break it down what it felt like happened in that game. So Canucks came out firing. Elias Pettersson did Elias Pettersson things to start the game. Doesn't score the goal, assists the goal after a neat takeaway. Uh, Andre Kuzmenko credited with the goal there. And then it went downhill from there for the Canucks. Granted, the first period, they finished it off strong. They looked like a good team in the first period. And hey, like we we talked about it with this winning streak that they had, this three-game winning streak about, okay, well, let's see how they do it against a better team. And again, this is Bruce Boudreaux's words. Bruce Boudreaux said, yeah, I'm impressed, but I'd like to see, um, you know, I'd like to see them do it against Winnipeg. Let's do it against Calgary. Let's keep that up. And they weren't able to do it against Winnipeg. Winnipeg just looked like, I don't want to say that they were taking the Canucks lightly, but... The Winnipeg that came out in the first period was very different from the Winnipeg that came out in the second period. It almost felt like in the first intermission, Rick Bonus or whoever stood up and said, hey, we know we're better than this. We know we can beat these guys. Let's just kick it up a notch, guys. And then they come out in the second period. Canucks do the opposite. The Canucks go into the intermission, presumably, and say, hey, guys, we got this. We're doing great. Just... uh, Let's not worry about anything else. Let's uh, let's not think that they're going to come out strong. Let's uh, let's just go do our thing. And then their thing was to collapse in a period uh, within 20 minutes. That game could have been a blowout if it wasn't for Colin Delia and Grant. Like you know, well deserved. He's getting a lot of praise for that performance last night, as yeah, he didn't that Friday in Edmonton. Stop 35 of 38 shots. Uh, really good game. Made that incre- that glove save he made was wild. Um, so I tell you it. The Canucks don't look like they match up well against the Jets. Uh, you can see that in the 5-1 loss. You can see that in last night's 4-2 loss. Not a great matchup for the Canucks. And you, you mentioned they came out firing. You just weren't able to build off of that. And this is this is the interesting thing for me. It's the same problems we keep seeing. Where we got the heat map in front of us here on YouTube. The Canucks just can't defend in front of their net. They can't keep teams away from getting shot attempts from in front of their net. The the indication from this heat map that we have up here right now is wild. It's wild to see how many shots teams are getting against the Vancouver Canucks from within 10 feet of their crease. Every shot is coming. Like, no wonder the goaltenders are getting, you know, praise because what they're doing is incredible when they're keeping the Canucks in games. Like, there's times where the Canucks are getting beat pretty bad and giving up a lot of goals, but it's just about defending the net a lot. And this type of habit 
like this habit of of not being able to keep pucks away from your crease and just allowing teams to you know take liberty with your with the slot and own the slot like this this habit's going to cost them a chance of a playoff spot this is the this is the worst thing the Canucks are doing this year it's defending the slot it's defending your own crease it's allowing guys to get to your goaltender with ease and it it happens all the time it how often do I bring up a heat map here on the YouTube and show this just because it's like it's it's astonishing to see the difference of how the Canucks get their shots on net compared to what they give up. There are so many shots against from inside the crease, and it's just not good enough of a job of actually defending in tight, keeping guys away from the crease, and, and working hard right in your own defensive zone. You saw a huge indication of that last night against the Jets as they were just able to, whenever they want, take the puck to the net. And when you take to the puck to the net, it's a simple saying, good things happen. And it just feels like that is a consistent habit that the Canucks are in right now with their defense. And I don't think anybody knows how to get out of it. I don't think Bruce Boudreaux knows how to stop it. I, I wonder if this is just more like on the players, right? Like the players need to take a ton of accountability here and defend their net, defend what their goaltenders have to give up and, you know, try and keep pucks to the outside. I, you know, I, I think of like the Travis Green series against the Vegas Golden Knights where, yeah, they were giving up a ton of shots, but they were protecting the net. Like this, this core is capable of doing it. So I wonder what needs to click for them to actually do it because it feels like this is a habit of the slot is yours. Come take it. Come take as many shots as you want from the slot. That's just what it feels like with this team when they don't play well and when they're not, you know, able to kind of move the puck out of their own zone. It just feels like the slot's wide open. And it's really unfortunate to watch because it's grade A scoring chance after grade A scoring chance. And yeah, you know, Delia was very good last night. Did a really good job of, of keeping this team in it. And that was unfortunate because he had to make a lot of grade A saves on scoring chances. And I tell you what, that can't happen, but it's been happening all season long. Yeah, exactly. And again, like the Canucks need a hero right now. If they're if they're gonna make the playoffs, they need a hero, and that hero is gonna be wearing a goaltender's mask. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. But I think this kind of serves as a nice indication and you know, we, we talk about this January schedule. We talked about it a couple episodes ago, I believe, and you know, I'm not saying that if the Canucks were in a playoff spot that they for sure wouldn't sell at the deadline, but they're less likely to. I think they're more likely to think about it longer and say, oh, maybe we shouldn't buy, but maybe we shouldn't sell either. We we owe it to this core, this team, to keep them together for this playoff push. I think, you know what, this challenging schedule in January, look, there's an eagle that just flew by. That is so cool. I've never seen one that close. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Okay, Um, sorry. What I was saying is you got to be quicker than that January's Aaron. January <laughs> January's a really good indication of you know what this team actually is and where they are from being competitive and hey like against playoff teams how they actually perform right mm-hmm. because anything can happen in the playoffs but you're very likely to get bounced in the first two rounds if you just show up and this is the team that you show up with right like they're routinely getting beat by these playoff teams. And, you know, they had that they had that stretch that made you believe when they beat Colorado and Vegas, and then they followed that up with a few losses at home to weaker teams. And now you're just you can't keep getting fooled by this team, it feels like. Like you have to take them for what they are, and that's a team that lacks any sort of consistency whatsoever. Right? You never know which Canucks team's gonna show up on any given night, but that for the most part can't compete with these playoff teams. And, hey, I, I'm interested to see what they do on Saturday. Like, I'll admit it. It's it's going to be interesting to see how Saturday's game goes. Um, Calgary needs a win. 
The Canucks need a win. Calgary's really trying to compete. Obviously, mm. the Canucks are too, but I think the Canucks are a little more honest with themselves about where they are. Are they, though? Uh, I think so. Like, I think Calgary still views themselves as one or two moves away from being a cup contender, which sure. is fine. Like Calgary might be. They're closer than the Canucks are. I'll tell you that much. But I think the Canucks view themselves as a team that's made enough moves to be competitive in a playoff spot. That's the way they look at themselves yeah. right now, right? Sure. I'm not sure if that is I think is a lot of people there. in the organization do. Yeah, I think there's and a few. Still. Yep, that's fair. Yep. Okay, let's get to the... Uh, I saw people in the chat asking about Let's get to the Miller... Uh, yeah, so we got the video. We got McKenna's tweet. I don't know what you want to start with here. Yeah, let's go to the video of it. So yeah, so your for those goalie on the podcast, protector quads, you go in, you say what you want. Here. So for those on the podcast, you saw it last night, late in the game with over a minute remaining. Uh, Colin Delia starts sneaking out of his crease, but then um, Miller skates directly into a guy at the blue line and then turns around and he's yelling at Delia to get to the bench and then he whacks the top of the net while screaming at his goaltender to get the F off the ice. Uh, just not a good look. It's it's a bad look for Miller. Um, I I don't want to hear the whole take of well, you haven't played in the NHL. You don't know, or you you know, I I played high level baseball or whatever it is that the people on Twitter are saying. Like it's heat of the moment. It's fine. You know, Mike McKenna, guy who actually played in the NHL, wrote about this and said, um, you know, this is extremely disrespectful. I've never seen anything this disrespectful toward a teammate in a really long time. And to be honest, like. I don't know if this is because we've seen JT Miller get angry before or if we've just been covering this team for too long, but I don't have a hard take on this. Like, I don't, I don't really care if I'm being honest with you. It wasn't shocking. It wasn't shocking. Like people are like, I had people from Edmonton, uh, the oily boys, a couple of them texted me and said, I can't believe that. I'm like, I can actually. Yeah. I saw like Lachlan had the the video that was up there. 1.6 million views. That's not blowing up in Vancouver. And, and, That's and blowing people, up around uh, 560,000. Yeah. Well, this is the the new damn Twitter. This is the damn problem. They got two different views on the yeah, damn anyways, thing. Anyways, don't, don't, get, don't no, get me started. Okay. I'm not um, getting started. The, the thing is, is people outside, people outside of the market are saying, hold on, this guy has an A on his chest? Like, I can't believe yeah, this happened. Like, people outside of the market are saying, this is insane. I can't believe this happened. And people in the market are split on it. Like, people in the market are like, that's fine. That's GT uh, that, Miller. Miller, baby. And then some of them are just like, what an a-hole. And I mean, it, I, I don't have a hard take on it. Like I said, like, I don't, I don't think it matters in the grand scheme of things. It, it, it is a bad look. Clearly. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to say, no, that shows he cares. That shows that he's welcoming to teammates in the locker room. Like, look, Colin Dealey has been here for three days. Right. And again, Mike McKenna did a really jo- good job of summing it up of what it feels like to be the third string goalie and feel unwelcome with a team. Right. Cause Mike's been in that situation and articles over at daily face off. He did a fantastic job summing it up better than I ever could. Um, I don't have much of a take on it. It's not a good look. That's the only way to put it. I don't think I'm, I don't think, I don't want to read into it more and be like, no, I, this is evidence that the Canucks locker room is split. I just, like, it's not, it's not that, but it's, it's also evidence it's that. It's the visuals of it make yeah. it look really bad, especially when you don't have any context behind it and people are viewing this around the league. Also, Dylan was think, fantastic in that yeah, game. Like, is the thing. I, I just think it's a little bit. Like it's not the most dis. I don't agree with McKenna. It's not the most disrespectful thing I've seen or whatever he said in the in the article. I don't agree with that. We've 100%. seen Miller for too long. Yeah, I think that it's like I don't think it's a great look for sure, but I do think that. And you know, like there's a lot of jokes out there too. It's like you know when Miller has the puck on a stick, why would the goalie want to leave? Like it's the guy who turns the puck over the most. So like, 
I get it, it but at the same time, with a minute left, you kind of just need to go. Like I, it's it's hard for for a third string goalie to to have the confidence to go out and do that. So it was a little tough to watch Miller kind of screaming at him, you know, get the f off the ice and, and that kind of stuff. But like I think a bigger story would have been like the Shen and, and Miller talking about. Like that visual was bigger to me yeah. than this. Yeah, absolutely. This is just yeah, this is blown up quite a bit. I and mean, it, that's a couple other things. So again, all the people on Twitter being like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like Shen blew up at Miller like a right. month ago, and that was that was a bigger. I listen. It's not a good look for Miller, but it's not like like we said. It's not surprising at all. And to me, it's kind of in the situation of like some people are saying, "Oh, you need to bench him after that." Yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that, but I do think that like those two will hash it out. I'm they sure probably they, already apologized to they, like they to they each likely, other. Miller yeah. probably apologized to Delia already. Yeah, I'm sure a conversation was had about, "Hey, yeah. this is what happens at this time." You like. You know, JT Miller is not like he makes some questionable decisions quite a bit. And his leadership's not the, in the like typical like Bo Horvat style. But I do think that Miller probably had a conversation with him right after. I, I would sure. No, I don't, I don't think don't. this is something that's going to linger on past even last yeah, night. Like, I don't think Miller got in the locker room and said you should have left the net. Yeah, that's why we like, lost this game. There's no chance in my in my view from what I see in the locker room that Miller like came in there storming it and I had to like yell at him more. There's no chance that happened. Yeah. Well, there's a chance. There's we don't know a for sure. Small chance. Yeah. For sure. Got to learn probabilities. We have to know what um, the uh, chances are. Another story. Yeah. Travis Dermott made his return. Not very to good. The lineup. Uh, in eleven point eleven percent Corsi. So make a wish on that. Maybe you could wish for some more uh, shots on net from when he's on the ice because eleven percent Corsi is not great. Seventeen point eight percent percent expected goals with him on the ice. Get this quads at five on five. On the ice for two shots and 14 shots against. So, ooh, a uh, little bit buried Look, in his own zone. he's got to get his game under him, okay? Yeah. And I tell you what, when you're playing with Luke Shen, you kind of need to be the guy moving the puck, too. So, I think there is going to be a little bit more put on him. That's a lot to put on him right off the bat. Tough start. It's his first NHL game. I get it. Like, I don't think it's the worst thing. It's just, it's a, it was a tough start for him to come back. Because some players will come back from that and have a really good game or even just a fine game. And you're like, awesome. I want to step in the right direction, but it doesn't work out that way yep. every single time. I want to bring it back to the goaltending. Surprisingly, Andrew Christensen jumped in the YouTube chat and said, "Would your would your take be different if Demko was in net?" Someone pulled it up. Miller's done this to Demko before. Yeah, <laughs> like Miller's yelled at Demko to go to the bench. Demko just took off once he. Uh, yeah, once Miller I, I was think yelling. that's the part that I maybe don't like as much as like this guy's just gotten here and He's listening to the coaching staff. Yeah, he. And maybe Boudreaux, like, I, I didn't really see the video, but I don't think Boudreaux It doesn't was look like anybody was him. waving for him to go yeah, except for so, Miller. So he's just, you know, he's in a spot that's, a, it's a tough spot for Delia to be in, right? Like, he can't, and I think uh, McKenna wrote about this in the article of just, like, the third string goalie can't make the decision of, like, okay, time to go. And yep. he tried to go before that, but Miller circled back, so it's like, hey, maybe I shouldn't go then after you circle back. And I'm sorry, but, like, like to, to kind of defend the goaltender a little bit there, it's like, when he circles back and can't get the puck, is it really going to make that much of a difference having the extra player on the ice in that spot? Yeah, like, like McKenna, the extra guy's just going to be hanging out down at the blue line, like trying to to wait for the puck to go in. And chase. I mean, it's it might obviously help a bit, it's but. obviously a slight advantage to have sure. more players on the ice when you're trying to break out the puck, but with a breakout, it really doesn't matter that much. Yeah, like, I just the thing I hated the most, and this is a clip I don't think that really went around, but it was just like Miller's look when he was skating back to the bench after the empty net was scored, kind of had that feel of like. This is your fault. Like, this is, you know, if you would have came out seven seconds earlier, maybe we don't get... Like, that was the weirdest thing I thought from the whole sequence. 
That's yeah. the part I didn't like the most of the yep. whole sequence. I, it's not a good look. It, it's not a good look. And like, um, like Andrew said, yeah, if if it's Demko, I don't think the take is any different than, yeah, that's yeah. not and a good Nathan, look. Nathan says there is a video of the bench waving him over. If they're waving him over as Miller's like beginning to circle back, then yeah, a little bit on Delia to not pay attention there for sure. So I haven't seen if, that video. If I, if, I've, if I can see that video, maybe my opinion. I saw one on in the Daily Faceoff article that mm-hmm. showed the opposite. But maybe I'll. Uh, it depends. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to see when the bench was waving him over. So. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Uh, I let's, haven't seen that one though, Nathan. Sorry. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll try and find that. Aaron, you can kind of look for that, I guess, or we'll yeah. we'll look for it. We um, tell Aaron. Let's get to, to a little bit of roster news here. Okay. Um, Will Lockwood has been called up. Niels Amon has been sent down. We literally talked about this, was it yesterday or two days ago, that we were like, hey, you know what? It's nice that, well, we didn't even say it was nice. We were saying, when this team needs a fourth line yeah. forward, don't call up Niels Huglander or Silly no. Pud Colson. Go for Will. Go for Will. You literally called it by name. You said Will Lockwood. Well, Get Will not Lockwood as hard as, did you see J-Pat's tweet last night? No, what did he say? J-Pat was all over this. He was like, let's have a conversation about... Uh, about like Niels Amon. He's like, I want to have a serious conversation. Let's hear what everyone has to, th- like, what do they have to say about him? What do they have to think about him? Yep. And uh, Jeff was was bang on. Got to give J-Pat credit for that. I'll pull up the tweet here, actually. Um, J-Pat's tweet about us. So I called him GM J-Pat. Uh, maybe you can blow me up here, uh, Aaron. But this tweet from Jeff Patterson is just like nailed. He said, what did Canucks fans think of Niels Amon? Or do you think of Niels Amon? It was a nice story. Found money out of the first camp. But it seems like he's hit a rookie wall. Could probably benefit from time in the AHL, but not much organization depth at center so he remains in the nhl pretty uh yeah good one from jpat there he absolutely <laughs> nailed GM, well he absolutely nailed it um so yeah so now we're gonna see him on go down and you know what they don't have a lot of center depth in the ahl as well so. what if the tweet was like today general manager patrick alvin saw jeff patterson's tweet so Neil Zaman has been sent down to the ahl will lockwood has been recalled well, here we go i knew this was oh. gonna happen i was gonna i should have told aaron that i was cutting back now i'm all zoomed in here <laughs> Oh God! Now I'm all over the place. Oh, you're you're okay. Settle I put down. it. Yeah, I know it's fine. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I'm. But really... here's a, here's a, quickly. Um, they're in Manitoba. The AHL team is. So he's just like staying there. I think they play at a different rink, but I could be wrong. They might play at the same rink, um, as the Winnipeg Jets. I could be wrong there. Um, someone could correct me there. But he's just gonna stay there, play, and he's probably gonna be like, you know, top line center there. Get a little bit of time playing with Vasily Pod Coles and, and uh, Phil DiGiuseppe. Have a different look to the game of hockey when you're playing with skilled players instead of just being mm-hmm. a guy who needs to bang on a fourth line. Which, listen, I've said it for a long time. He's still been one of the best surprises for me this season. The fact that Niels Amon's played in every single NHL game this year. Yeah, but look, well, I I, I like Niels Amon, but he hasn't been great lately, sure. and he was you know he was pretty bad last night, and I think that's why we're seeing him get sent down. So I'm not like. I, I haven't been. I'm, I'm not going to have the take of Nils Amon's been so impressive. He should stay in the NHL. No, like I think this is going to be good for him. He's joining the likes of Pod Colson, um, Hoglander, Rathbone, Klimovich, These guys that they're actually working to develop. If Amon can have a ceiling higher than what we've seen from him so far at the NHL level, I think that's found money for this team. Like that's great. That's the way I look at it. Is because he's found money. Everything that he's done this season is a huge win for me. And I hope that Philip Johansson can do the same thing next year. Um, right. I can't see the bench waving. Like, I see, and this is just to Nathan's point, like, I see one player with an arm in the air and nobody on the coach. No, everybody's sitting. Nobody's waving Delia over. Nobody is waving Delia over. I, I'm i literally watching the video. There's no one waving Delia over on the broadcast. 
Let's get to Sean's comment. It says, who's sure. Miller the coach? Miller should mind his own business and focus on bring the play into the jet zone with puck possession and scoring. Then Delia can race to the bench. Trade the... Uh, there's oh, absolutely no Trade one Messer waving. There's absolutely no one waving Delia to the bench. Absolutely no one. That is just false. There's no chance that's happening. Okay. Like unless unless there's an angle that wasn't shown on the broadcast, but everybody's sitting on the bench says in the, the broadcast. Post game show guys were showing it last night. Yeah. I'd... Which post game show? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like... I guess Sportsnet. But really. Yeah, it was probably the uh, yeah. the twelfth the twelfth hockey game of the night yeah. that we got to on uh, Sportsnet. Here's the Leafs losing to Arizona. Which yeah, was here's really uh, funny by the way. Here's a view of uh, Austin Matthews combing his mustache. Okay, let's move on from the the Canucks. Yeah, L. you got some uh, you got some exciting stuff here. Yeah, is, I, you don't do a lot of prep for this show, <laughs> but tell you what, the year's coming to an end, and you've decided to step up and prep something for the show. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Yep. Uh, okay, so we're going to... Tomorrow at Canucks Army on New Year's Eve, we'll have the top stories of 2022. I went through the Canucks Army uh, back end and oh. <laughs> settled down. Uh, and I found out the top stories of the year, the top stories of the year viewed um, oh, by no, this is gonna be tough. Canucks fans. I want you to guess what the number one story, and I shouldn't just say Canucks fans because, you know, some of this stuff, hint, hint. Some of it gets uh, gets on league-wide news, so I want to hear mm. your take on, uh, you know, which which article is the top one viewed on Canucks Army this year. The top um, Vancouver Canucks-related story of the year. I'm going to guess that it was the JT Miller re-signs. Nope. It was. Okay. The Canucks dressing room was thrilled when Travis Hamanick was traded. That was wow. a report from, I believe, Frank Saravalli. Uh, that one was the top viewed article of the year on Canucks Army. It was the number one story was the Canucks dressing room. And you know what? Like, 
Uh, it wasn't just Saravalli that had this report. It was uh, Mathot as well in Ottawa, um, who's obviously connected in that market, was kind of talking about how um, how this uh, this guy is a weird cat, is what he's heard. And, um, you know, it's an interesting trade, to say the least, is kind of the way Mathot put it. But that Mathot, was the number one story. Uh, Mathot likes to stir it up. He does. Quotes that he says. Yeah, and his little Mario Kart rant. Anyways, hmm. um, the second one, Tampa Bay Lightning announcer calls Bruce Boudreaux a moron live on air. Oh, I remember that. I remember pulling that. And again, like, you know what? Some of these stories, I'm looking at them, and I was like, in the moment, I was like, should I even write a story about this? Like, it's so small, you know. Should I write a story? Meanwhile, it's the number one story. Uh, number two, obviously, in this one. Because that one, I didn't think I... I wasn't even going to write a story about it. But then I was just like, you know what? It might work. And it worked. It worked big time. So that was number two. Okay. What else you got in there? What's a... Keep running through a few well, of these big stories. Because I just... I didn't even remember. I haven't thought. Like, I wouldn't... I'm so bad at remembering, like, what... Uh, Big moments happen. So, like, let's hear, run through the list here. Let's hear some top well, stories. I don't we'll... want to give away the whole article. I'll, I'll go let's from a 25 downwards, okay? Um, downward. Yeah. Where do I rank? Where's my top article? Your top article? I got to be honest with you. A lot of these are me. I'm just saying a lot of these I was the author of. All right. Uh, let me see. I can't uh, can't find what you're saying. On Getting out of, the, out of the top 25 for sure. You can talk while I look for this. Well, I think... Nobody reads all my prospect stuff. That's what I. That's what I do it to Canucks Army. And I think it's good information. That's why I it is it absolutely. Show, but it doesn't do clicks. I know it doesn't do clicks. Hey, but the reason that we're able to, you know, have stuff that doesn't do clicks, but it's still useful information, is because we have stuff that does clicks. Like right. that's that's kind of the Canucks Army model that I've tried to guy. employ. You and Stefan over there. You guys are the clicks guys. You're with your titles. Yeah, I see a lot of Stefan and I up here. Yeah, you um, guys and your titles. I yeah. just like to stick to the information. You do man. good stuff. I don't put the flair on everything. Yeah. I'm not trying to make you look bad by not being able to find one. You do really good stuff, and everybody knows that. Nobody needs to hear me say it, but you do good stuff. Just don't get any clicks. Am I out of the top 50? Do I have one article in the top 50 that's uh, that's even in there? Jeez Louise. All right. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the 40s. Really? And I don't have one? Not yet. But it's okay. We write yeah. a lot of articles at Canucks Army. There's over... Uh, I don't know, like 200 a month on that site? I always find the ones that do well are if you put the general manager's name in the title. That always does well. That used to do good with Jim. Yeah, back in the those day. do well. This is sad. I thought I was going to have one in the top top 10. Well, yeah. Sorry, man. Hey, no, you... you uh, well, this was my idea, but you wrote it. Yeah. Uh, what we're hearing about Andre Kuzmenko's visit to Vancouver. You were very dialed in on that situation. 38. You rank 38. That's the 38th highest uh, viewed. So you won't be in the article that drops tomorrow, but well, you're in fine. there. You're, you're, you're a crucial part to Canucks Army. You know What that. else do you got in there, then? Tell me. This is, this is not going well. What, you want to hear what's ahead of you? No, I don't want There's about it. four stanchies in the top 30. Oh, that's good. Which is good, because it means our investment in Wyatt is working out, uh, working out well. Um... Yeah, this I, I don't. It's not going the way I thought it was going to well, go. Well, you didn't expect for. Well, you asked me to pull you up and figure out where you were. You're you're good. You're good. Okay. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to keep going. All right. For yours. Well, tell me. Bring up another one that we can talk about. What's another okay. moment? Because I don't want to hear this around the league. Twenty three. So sure. Twenty three is an interesting one to me. Uh, Canucks forward Elias Pettersson reacts to the Canucks selecting Elias Pettersson in the draft. Mm. Yeah, uh, and that was literally just me writing about a tweet and an Instagram story, and that's up there. And he posted, that was when he posted the Spider-Man meme? Yes, exactly, right? yeah. 
It was hilarious. That was fun. And then uh, 25 is my story that I did when I talked to Bruce Boudreau about Scott Walker um, and him being away from the team with uh, his vertigo that he was going through. Mm. That uh, I don't know why no one else really picked that up. I It was funny. There was a couple people in the media here that were joking around that I was the Scott Walker beat reporter because that story, I did it, and then it did well. So I was like, I better get a story when he returns, and that one did well uh, as well. One that really, that I don't know if you'll remember, Chris, one that is in the top 20, within the top 20, um, is Yaroslav Halak appearing to be pissed off when Bruce Boudreaux told him he was oh, going yeah, into yeah, a yeah. game. Um, that one did really well. drama articles that you got. These are all your top click ones. Nobody uh, likes good old-fashioned information like I put up. Yeah, there. like people people are like, stick to the facts. Stick yeah. to stick people, to just writing about prospects yeah, or whatever. Just it's blah, like, blah, blah, Give us the stats. Tell us how tall everyone is. No, yeah. what they want to hear about is yeah, COVID exactly. drama with yeah. Travis Hammond. People always say, like, don't write about this. Don't cover this. Don't cover that. The only reason we're able to cover anything else is because we cover all this other stuff. Yeah, that's unreal. Anyways, that's just uh, showing people how the sausage I gets I wonder made. what the... Um, like, I'm, I, I thought the biggest story of the year, to me... Travis Hammond. No, it's not that Travis. It is. No, it's not to me. Yeah. To me, it's the JT Miller extension. You know who's in the top three? I don't. Honestly, I don't even care about the Noah, stand list anymore. Noah Strang. And Noah wrote something good. He wrote, well, good the Arizona Noah. Coyotes are out of control and it's time for the NHL to take action. I remember that one. That and was that actually was a good article. banger of an article. And it is in the top three. It is the top. It is the third most viewed article. Where's of the, the first year? one of JT Miller's extension? The biggest story of the year. Uh, no one really cares. Like people, that was just a news item that people read elsewhere. People saw it on Twitter. Okay. They didn't need, yeah, like stuff about the contents of the Rangers' proposed trade package to Miller, like that report from Sat that we wrote about. That's like in the top twenty, and nobody cares about Miller actually signing. This whole website. I did predictions. Backwards. I did seven mm-hmm. predictions for the Canucks off season. Um, I, I that missed. did well. That yeah, it's in the top twenty. Okay. Yeah. Give me another uh, funky one before we move on here. Uh, I did. <laughs> What's going on? I just I I feel bad that you're not in here because I'm looking and it's literally like it's me 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 Stefan 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 and then um you know every once in a while I'll see another name as well. I shout out to the whole team at Cox Army because everybody does good work. Um. But I feel bad that you were expecting to see yourself up here. Well, I know I'm doing better than Cody. I know that's for damn sure. No one's reading those AHL articles. Hey, but exactly my point. The reason that we're able to do those AHL articles and give people what I think is the best AHL coverage in the market is because we have all this other stuff that pays the bills, keeps the lights on. So we're able to pay these people, um, you know, a decent rate. Yeah, those are the the friggin' TD ads. Anyways, I don't want to get into this. Oh, I see. This this segment was an absolute tire fire. Hyundai. Microsoft. (laughs) Yeah, for those on the podcast, Aaron's just scrolling through the... Stop it right there. (laughs) Single Russian women. Meet single Russian women. Until we uh, pay the bills. Yeah, be careful, Aaron. Watch where you're going with that clicker. Yeah, don't be clicking on it. Yeah, you better... Yeah, he cut away from Anyways, anyways... Just a tire fire of a segment. Okay, I'm so red right now. This is like the one segment you've ever put together. Okay, like, go on, move on, move on, horrible. move on. This is this is brutal. All well, right. the article will be up tomorrow. The article will read a lot better than the uh, segment did. Well, you, I was, I was gonna pick the best ones, and you were like, "Where's mine?" So I had to scroll for a while. It was yeah, tough. we know you had to scroll for a while. You don't have to bring it up. Okay, okay, let's go. It's like, should I even do the process? Does anyone even care? Does anyone even care for the prospects report? I do. I got Lego to build. Oh my goodness. 
I got a small one, but let's go. I got New Year's here first. So I want to go a little non hockey stuff right off the top. Do you have any? Um, do you have any of these? Uh, what are they called? What, are they, what do you do? New Year's? Uh, oh, geez, I'm blanking on it. Resolutions. Resolutions. Yours is to try and do more Patreons. No, I um, I, I hit mine last year or this past year, right? I did the. Yeah, I was going to work good. out every day for a November. month, and I did that in November. November. But you did it this year. I have a new one. Let's hear it. It's a similar type. I'm going to drink a gallon of water every day in a month. I was worried you were going to say energy drink. A gallon of bang energy or whichever (laughs) energy drink wants to sponsor this idea. A gallon of their energy drink for a whole month. No, No, but I'm going to do a gallon of water because I should drink more water. I do drink water, Mm -hmm. right? It's not just my Gatorades and bangs here. That's just what I do here to get a little sugar pop for the show. Okay. But uh, I'm going to do a gallon of water every day. One day this month, or one month this year. <laughs> one day. One day. Can he do it? I appreciate you, Andrew. Andrew says, I care about the process. He's, yeah, let's Thank say, you for that. I don't really have a New Year's resolution to give, if I'm being you don't honest have with one? you. But I, Lachlan, I have a couple different ones. Lachlan, uh, Twitter famous Lachlan, is writing uh, writing something about Canucks uh, New Year's resolutions. What each Canuck should be mm. uh, having as their New Year's resolution for their on-ice play. One of my uh, other resolutions was to get married. We got a date. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I was like, you didn't pull that off, did you? No, we've got a date. No, this year coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh, just got to get there. That's one of my resolutions, too. Yeah? Yeah. Get married, eh? Yeah. Okay. Remember when I was like 18 and I was just envious of Archer Seelovs for getting married at 18? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Trying to babysit everyone's kid for free. <laughs> Except, oh, man. I, I don't want to tell this on this, tell us on the main show, but on the Patreon we talked about it. I was going to dog sit for Thomas Drance. Mm-hmm. And I was, it sounds like I was going to get a Lego set out of it. You were going to get a Lego and set. I, uh, he asked me about it. Yep, that's tough. Uh, and I couldn't because I was allergic to his dog, which sucked. But uh, I love this. I, I also mentioned uh, maybe some like PlayStation points for your uh, for your Madden, Madden games. Ooh, yeah. Because he asked me like, oh, what's I gave some really good ideas. Yeah. We didn't get each other Christmas gifts this year, you and I. We did last yeah. year, and I still use your gift today. What? Well, no, that one gift you got me sucked. Well, I never used it once. It was I too felt small. Bad, and you know, like. Yeah, I felt bad about it. That one sucked, but your other gift was very good. What You're, did I get? Because you? you got me the headset. Oh yeah, the headset was that a was trem- really good. and that makes up for how bad that other thing you got. Like you got me. <laughs> you a still Canucks, use that headset? Yeah, but you got me a Canucks sweater blanket thing. I got I, you. A I'd comfy. never worn it once. Well, because okay, I tried said, it on. It was too small. It said one size. Well, fits there's a all. drone outside here. See what? that white drone? Oh, that's illegal. You're not allowed to fly that. Bring it over here, bud. Let's did you know I have my drones drone pilot's license? Did you know that? No, I didn't know. Yeah, that. Oh, I d- to, yeah, I didn't know. You that. have to have a license. That used to be in your uh, Twitter bio. You have to. Was it? Yep. Average oh. drone uh, pilot. pilot yes, that's say. right. I haven't flown my drone in a long time. Probably but in your Tinder profile back in the day. No, too, it I wasn't. Bet. It wasn't. People don't uh, take kindly to that because they think you're going to do this crap flying over buildings. You're not allowed to do that. You're literally not allowed to do it. Uh, this person is in violation of about three different laws. Oh, get him, quads. You can't fly. Okay, so basically, that's the way a pretty it works, small little one though. Yeah, it has a camera on it for sure. That's crazy. They're looking into people's apartments. You're not allowed to do that. The way it works is 200 meters. Uh, like, you know, if you were 200 meters horizontally from a... Uh, I hope a bird hits it. From a... Uh, Get that eagle back out here. Yeah, exactly. Eagle pick it off. That's an expensive one, too. That's a DJI. Um, 200 meters ver- horizontal from a building. And this guy's in the middle of a bunch of buildings. You can't do that. Yeah, figure it out, bud. Yeah, you can't do that. Anyways, yep. what a tire fire of a show. We were like, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a well, good I one. I thought that your segment was going to eat up some time here. Well, it did. 
just in the wrong way. Look at that eagle. Wow. There's so many nice birds out here. Yeah, okay. Let's get to the prospects report. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, let's get our first one up here, uh, Aaron. Let's get the Yanni Yermo goal. He's got uh, a pair of goals now. Two goals in his last five games. And look at that. We've got the new video here. I think this is good. Um, so Yanni wrote two goals in his last five games, playing a lot better in Liga so far this season, uh, putting up a little bit more production. He's a player that uh, that Patrick Alvin has talked about potentially coming over here to North America. Look, big body, good skating. He's uh, been able to put up some goals this year as well and play a little bit more minutes. So that's great, uh, and it's good to see. So we'll see if uh, – I'm curious to see what happens with him moving forward if he does another year in Finland because it felt like this year he really needed to take a step. And he's done it. So I wonder if that step is big enough for him to come to North America here soon. But you can see, like, good stick handling. He skates so well. Um, the decision-making has been a little bit better this year as well in the games that I've watched. So been impressed with that uh, and 20 years old. So um, we'll have to see what happens with Yermo moving forward here, see if he gets an opportunity to come to North America as soon as, you know, when this finish uh, Liga season's over. And there you go, 96 kilometers an hour on that uh, wrist shot there. All right, let's get to the next one. Uh Another goal from Lucas Forcell, one of our favorites. I told you the other day, his family's trying to feed him more moose uh, to add some weight. And I'm not even kidding. This is literally someone from his family told me. They're trying to feed him more moose uh, so that he can put on some weight. And this video is struggling big time. Uh, but uh, Lucas Forcell, he scored another goal, three goals now. So he was in the Alsvenskan. You remember this, Quads? Back yeah. in the Alsvenskan days. Um but he got called up uh, about a week ago. He's played in three SHL games. He has scored in each of those three games. He does, He did this last year. If you remember, there was a three-game stretch where he scored three goals in the right spot at the right time, dirty areas. Listen, he's a skilled finesse player, but he is like, if LeCaramacchi played like Lucas Forcell, oh, you'd have something nasty because Forcell is a, is a tough player for his size. And like I said, once he gets more of that moose into his body, he's going to be a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, and he's going to be an impressive little player. I really like him as a seventh-round pick, and he's scoring at a good rate in the SHL right now. But he gets to the dirty – he works so hard. Like, he's a skilled finesse player who's always a leading scorer in his J20 team, but he is he is a player who grinds, absolutely grinds. So it's good to see Lucas Forcell uh, putting up a few points here in the uh, SHL now that he's back in there. And then World Juniors, we got Canada and Sweden tomorrow. So big game on uh, New Year's Eve. Okay. Canada-Sweden. Matt03 in the chat, YouTube chat, yep. wants Rutherford, Alvin, and Granado fired. Do people still think that firing anybody in this management regime is going to do anything? Like, yeah. really? Do people still think that? Because it's not. Like, I, you, have to, you have to start to put together the pieces here of the puzzle. Like, if you, if you have the take that... Well, they're just like Benning. And granted, their their pro scouting has been way better. Like, the, the players they've targeted that they've chosen to target this management regime have been really good. Like, Ilya Mikheyev's a really good fit. All of the problems stem from not accepting where they are as an organization, which is something the Benning regime struggled with. When, these, when, when, when this new management regime got here, they talked about how, okay, we need to rebuild the defense court. We need to do this. We need to do that. And they kind of had the take of, hey, this team isn't good enough right now. And yeah, maybe to some extent they got, you know, they bought in a little bit to um, what we saw f- from the Canucks down the stretch last year. But for the most part, there's only a few things that haven't changed with this organization since the past management regime to the current one. And... I just, I, I don't know how to spell it out any clearer for people. I just, firing Alvin, firing Rutherford, I don't think that changes anything with this team. Like, 
I, I really don't, especially Granado. Like, Unless a real... Granado deals with the pro scouting department and the amateur scouting department. Like, Yeah, unless there's a real candidate that's coming in with a true vision that is going to be executed. Yeah, that's going to be executed. Yeah, that's the big... Re- like, you can have the idea of a rebuild, but it's about if you're able to actually execute it or not. Because yep. I think this team has talked... To- I guess the only thing I, I would say that I haven't liked about this this management group is the fact that of, of the idea of like just wanting to like get younger and talk about being like twenty four year old players and stuff like that and like well we're six youngest in the league like that's not great but this team really needs to actually commit to something actually have a plan instead of like I don't like the plan of getting twenty two to twenty six year old players that like other teams aren't using. Like, you should want to have exciting 18 to 22-year-old players in your system a lot more than you should with, like, 22 to 26-year-old young players who haven't worked out great on other teams. That's just the way I view it. Yep. Just, yeah. I mean, Aaron, Aaron, can you cut back to the back view of the drones out here now in front of the damn place? Is it really? Yeah, straight up ahead of us Get here. this guy out of here. Oh, he's flew away. Yeah, yeah he got I'll out of here. I'll tell you what to do with that. All right, Betway, let's get out of here. Last show of the uh, Last show of the year. Go that way. What are, I don't. Even, I have no idea what my bets are. I can. Um, I can rattle off a couple. No. Oh, there you go. Jared McCann or Matty Beneers. I love the either ors. Uh, McCann or Beneers to score. No, this is yesterday's. Dang it. I, this is probably on me then. I put the. Nice no, work. I got. Oh yeah, I did put. Did I put the wrong one? No. Are they playing tonight? Yeah, pull it up. This is right. Sorry, my <laughs> bad, Aaron. This is right. I was just. I've done them. I, I, this is the problem. I do so many of these damn bets. I just like. I've done this exact same either or. We're already in, in next the, year. Like last week, yeah. Yeah, we're clocked out. Let's go. Uh, McCann or Beneers to score, minus 167. 10 bucks, I'll get you 16 back. Um, and then uh, our second bet here, the big one. Oilers to win over 6.5 total goals and Leon Dreisaitl score a goal. Here's the thing, quads. Dreisaitl hasn't scored in six games for you and your little Oilers Nation took over there. I know you got the oil drop in that thing. People can't see it if unless you really zoom in. You got an oil dry. He's wearing an Oilers merch. Anyways, Drysaddle hasn't scored in six games. You know what Drysaddle doesn't do, quads? Go seven games without a goal. So he's scoring tonight. I like it. Uh, $10 gets you 60 on that uh, big return there. Over 6.5 total goals and the Oilers to win. So those are our Betway bets of the day. All right. We'll wrap it up there. Uh, yeah, we'll be back on for the year. We'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, I don't nine, think we're back on Tuesday, are we? 19 plus over at Betway, by the way. Yeah, we are back on Tuesday. What's the date? Uh, January 3rd is Tuesday. Wow. What a year for like, um, I'll tell you what, being like a 19-year-old who's going out on New Year's and stuff, Saturday night, New Year's Eve, like mm. I'm staying in. I'm not going anywhere for New Year's. I'm just hanging out. I will try to edit the stanchies. We'll see. Right. Might be a I'm morning affair. That. We'll see. What, I don't want to. Okay. Uh, we'll wrap it up there. For my co-host, Chris Faber, our apologies. This is a tough show to get through today. Um, Final show of the year. We're still here. Yeah, we're still here. We'll come back stronger next week for sure. Um, for my co-host, Chris Faber, my name is Dave Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Canucks Conversation. And producer Aaron. Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation. Delivered by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim?